previously on Describe Your Kill. You will never leave here alive! How dare you come here to me! I have the key and I'm very sneaky with it. Got to roll a natural 18 to get a 50% chance to hit this creature. <laughs> you can do and it. <laughs> the mirror and the rapier. Final offer. Make your decision now. If you want it, you can come and get it. Aaron is badly hurt. Uh, negotiations appear to have failed. I would suggest either running or making peace with any gods you have. And with its huge talent, it pins you, Aaron, and completely restrains you. Do you yield? How do you create drama with your nerdy friends? This is how, baby. Hello everyone, and welcome back. I'm Jason, the voice of Lupin Malice, and this is the Describe Your Kill podcast. I'll keep this brief, as we've finished on quite the cliffhanger, but just a quick note to say thanks again for all your support, and to remind all you lovely folks to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. We've had a great time interacting with you all so far, and there's been some great chat on the Discord, including some fun behind-the-scenes stuff on how Lupin has changed compared to how I'd initially planned him. If you're interested, the links are on our website, describeyourkill.com. Anyway, that's enough chat for now. On with the action, and episode 17, Opportunity Knocks. Sometimes, as a GM, it's very hard to prep for a session. And everyone here has GM'd, I think, at one point in their life. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone started a session where... They've got a dragon at full health with another one of the PCs pinned in its claw about to kill you all. No. Once, but it was a long story. Uh, something like that. <laughs> Welcome back to everything. episode 17! <laughs> 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 we are still in the clutches of Sinisarax. Well, some of us more than others. Yeah, some, I was say, some of us more literally than others, yeah. Malachi's been waving that keytar around for a full week. <laughs> <laughs> and is still getting absolutely no it, reaction from anyone. Those fabled words, come and get it, who then retires to the bush. He's now popped back out of the bush. <laughs> Can I just uh, lift the curtain and say behind the scenes, Chris mm. has also been s- multiple times in the WhatsApp has been saying like, I don't think she's going to take my guitar. <laughs> well, she wouldn't take my guitar. <laughs> well, I think I think that's my evident. penis extension. <laughs> Taking a <laughs> what? Yeah. what? We'll move oh, on. That's what they that. say, isn't it? What is it? <laughs> yeah, a guitar's a, a guitar. A guitar is an extension of the penis. That's how it is. Yeah, it is. That's why yeah, I did my degree on. <laughs> Maybe that's a song we've not heard yet. That's why it's pink yes. and it's got a purple. Okay, yeah. right. Oh, okay. Good right. evening, that, gentlemen. It, okay, that, oh. good evening, listeners. It's no, actually the second time we've recorded in a week, just to catch up a little bit. So everyone is still feeling quite fresh or quite raw from uh, the last recording session. We have been doing a little bit of research into the remaster. So I'd originally said that we'll do this at the end of book one. But for those Foundry players out there, you will probably know that the longer you go without updating things, the sooner things start to break. And there are certain crutches that me as GM and my 
wonderful players rely on, such as macros and animations and general quality of life things. And we are getting left behind. So we are going to be moving over a bit sooner. I'm not sure exactly when. Maybe in one or two weeks. I've already got the players rebuilding their characters in Path Builder, which does now support the remaster. Is that right, gents? Indeed. Yep. And we're just testing how much that is going to make or break the game. I was having a flick through some of the renames. I'm sure some of our listeners have been doing. If you have transitioned over to the remaster, then let us know in the Discord or on our social channels how that's gone for you. The biggest one that stood out for me was... The rename, a very simple item known as a bag of holding, which, of course, Jason, you have. Or, or, um, Are we sure? Well, I don't know. Did I we, asked everybody last week? session. Yeah. I've, like, I've, what have they called them? The, uh, the sleeves of holding, because I've got them. Have you? I do, yeah. You wouldn't have known it. Uh, but we have <laughs> <laughs> get lost under all that armour. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the behind the keytar. We're going to rename a bag of holding. What do you call it? Pies have gone with spacious pouch. <laughs> and as we uh, talked about in the BDSM vultures, we, we don't need to know more about these spacious pouches. Spacious pouch. Oh god. I mean, legally, we're probably going to have to start calling it that because if we're ever going to try and generate any kind of revenue from this business, we have to go with the rules. I'm not sure saying spacious pouch is. I mean. And I'll reach into my spacious pouch. Yeah, it's going to be very difficult to know when someone's doing that and then when someone's doing a double entendre. It's going to be very, very... <laughs> <laughs> There's enough of them going on in yeah. this game. I know, exactly. Uh, one of Quick the other fix. ones... Was... Give the back to Malachi. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'll go with those sleeves of holding that have never been um, used. <laughs> So, uh, guys have been rebuilding. Kimone, obviously, being our resident fighter, there's uh, one notable change there from from one of your reactions. Do you want to just run us through that? Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll ever not take two takes to say this right, but uh, <laughs> Attack of Opportunity is now a reactive strike, which is... I mean, it's not as much of a mouthful, but... Uh, no, that's true. Man, I'm going to miss it. AOO or RS. Yeah. I'm just going to rule it though. If you do use the phrase once you've switched (laughs) over, attack of opportunity, it will be a lost reaction. (laughs) You're like, that doesn't exist on your character sheet. Sorry, that's not something you can do legally. Sounds like it's from a different game. (laughs) Wizards of the Coast have called. And also, no, Wizards of Coast won't have called. They'll have sent someone around the house with a fucking blackjack to do your knees in. (laughs) (laughs) And then live streamed it on uh, social media and then got uh, sort of lambasted for it. I was thinking, you know, the game is currently not hard enough. You're not struggling enough with these encounters. We'll really tighten the screw on you. There is a Stolen Fate Discord channel for those that are playing the game. I would hope that none of you are in said channel. Not yet. But I did just make a little post last week. And my players are really having a tough time with the dragon with Sidisarax. One one smart ass comment. I had to elite that encounter and they beat <laughs> it in three rounds. <laughs> are we really bad at the game? I don't know. No, I, maybe we are. I mean, that's what happens when your party consists of four fighters with flick maces. Yeah. 
He did say they had three martial characters, and then yeah. I scrolled up a bit, and it seemed they all had attacks of opportunity, so they were downing characters. But um, yeah, we're now in round seven, boys. Craig, you said uh, party optimization wasn't a thing; like we weren't allowed to. No, I did. Yeah, it definitely makes it more exciting. I'm sure everyone listening <laughs> yeah, for a great time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having really good fun. <laughs> Uh, sorry, remaster. So, Kamone, is there anything else you want to... Is there anything else highlighted to you? Anything that stood out? I mean, half my shit doesn't work. Nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Other than that, no. It's fine and good. Okay. And yeah. Nephilim is now a thing. Oh, yeah. Nephilim. Talk us through that quickly. How polite do I have to be? <laughs> I'm going to say reasonably. Okay. Uh, so, they, they took the tiefling and the... Um, what was the other one called? The angel guys. The... Um, uh. The Asima, yeah. Put that into one heritage with different ancestry feats that set them apart. Mm. And, um, I mean, they had a lot of, uh, you know, very similar sort of feats and flavors. So they kind of mashed them together. But, uh, I mean, a lot of options were lost in the transition, which yeah. is... I mean, most of them, it's fine. But one which I really... I am kind of sad about is um, Final Form that was a tiefling only thing where you transform into your primordial demon or devil form, you know, your your source of magic and you become this large devilish or demonic beast for a few turns. Okay. Doesn't doesn't exist anymore. Ah. It's, just, it's just not there anymore. But most other things are, I mean, fair enough, I guess. Anyone else got anything they've spotted on their characters? Jason Thelmaturge obviously not probably touched that much. No, he's, I, I think because that was one of, obviously, the later classes added mm. in 2E. There's not a ton needed there, and it obviously wasn't in urgent need of um, of a rework like The Witch and some of the others were. So, yeah, yeah n- nothing, uh, nothing for Lupin at the moment. How about uh, Bard, Chris? Have you had a chance to anything? Yeah, there doesn't seem to out? be much. Inspire Courage got renamed, right? Yeah, there's just a bunch of renames. Yeah. What's that been renamed to? Question well presented. <laughs> <laughs> got, him. got him. Courageous anthem. Courageous anthem. anthem. Inspire Defense is rallying anthem. Inspire Heroics, fortissimo composition, which has a quite <laughs> quite like that. And finally, our resident sorcerer. Matthew, you probably yes. had other things on your mind last few yeah, days. I, have. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking there's no point in looking into the remaster. Until you did know, know rebuilding. Well, at least yeah. you can start from scratch. Yeah, each week is a threat. Um, no, I think <laughs> because so much of Aeron is taken from the Stolen Fate adventure path, because I really wanted to use everything that was provided in the player guide for this, because you, it, it's an unco- uh, uncommon, a lot of it. So, and it's obviously, it's Harrow, so it's so specific to this story. So I can't imagine that too much will change in the base of Sorcerer, but I don't think that it's been announced what specific class changes there are for the Sorcerer. So, yeah, um, yeah we'll just wait spell, and see. Spell names, maybe. It'll be, yeah, names. I've already encountered that, like we saw last week with Dimension Door, which is now mm, Translocate, yeah. and several other uh, well-known classic D&D spells are renamed, but that's kind of it. Right, talking of dragons, is this episode three that we're still here? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Right, shall I? I'll queue up the death music and. No. No. Don't need that. (laughs) 
Oh, so how do you even <laughs> summarize the last session? It was an hour of like a really weird relay race, wasn't it? Passing the baton was talked about. It was getting the key out of the cave. And I think around halfway through the session, it dawned on everyone that... No, no I, I'm just going to stop you there. <laughs> the second it became apparent this was going to be the plan, which I'm going to make clear, I had no idea about when we walked onto the fucking beach. The second it became apparent that was the plan, my first question was, how the fuck are we going to outrun this dragon? Mm. <laughs> I think everyone ignored you. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> I think there is no, a ten- I didn't. Ten- tendency when using these maps is that you think, right, when I'm out of the map, I'm, I'm, I'm safe. I'm out. <laughs> Forgetting that there's a two-hour hike probably more to get back up the mountain but we are where we are gentlemen we spent an hour relaying the key back out of the cave across the water using various forms of teleportation dimension doors mirrors amulets but everyone did make it out back onto the beach and into the very dense jungle foliage so lupin aaron and wilhelm are all within five to ten feet of sedisarax on the kind of western part of this jungle, close to where they fought the Opali. Malachi was on the eastern part of the jungle, about 50 feet away at first, and has now kind of stepped over towards the sandy path. Sedisarax has flown up, come crashing down, taken an attack from Wilhelm, who is now visible, but with its second action, used the grapple action to grab Aeron with her claw. Got a critical success and is now restrained. To finish last week's session, and to begin this one, Sedisarax says to you, Do you yield? Let's play Pathfinder. I don't want to. <laughs> was that in character? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was just me. Oh, man. Can I raise a quick point of order as to my healing, please? Healing? Yes. What healing? Well, we finished mid-combat uh, previous session, and in the session mm. before that, I had activated my magical tattoos, which give me, at the end of each turn, an amount of healing. So I... Oh! I need, we forgot about that. So I... And I need to... I beseech you, <laughs> given that I am... <laughs> Quite literally, at your mercy. Uh, Aaron, all right, fine. Well, it she wouldn't sure she, has, if she hasn't need. been damaged. <laughs> she doesn't need it, no. <laughs> yeah. All right, Aaron, it was, I'm going to say three rounds since you activated it, so that would be 6d8 healing. You can roll. Let's do that now. Refresh yourselves with one hero point as well. Thank you very much. Oh, nice low numbers. Oh, yeah, low. 22 points of healing, so that will give Aaron... 41 hit points left. Yeah, let's talk about hit points. Lupin, what are you sitting at? Uh, I am sitting at a rather average 62. Less than half, Wilhelm. I am sitting at 93. Just over half, Malachi. 90. Mm, Also over half, Aaron. 41 now with my retconned healing. 41, uh, still frightened, of course. Frightened one and restrained by the dragon, so... All right. Sedisarax has got Aeron completely restrained in her claw. Has one action left and says she will kill him. Do you yield? 
what do you do? Malachi throws his uh, guitar above his head and goes, I, I yield, I yield, I yield. Steps forward. No steps. <laughs> step back. Fla- a flavor, a flavor step. A yeah, flavor, flavor step. step back. Then. Within flavor his step back. five foot square. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he moves to the corner. Right the to the border of his five foot square. Malachi and sh- yields. And shouts, well, um, just give him, give him the, the thing. Give him the thing. Her. Give him what he wants. Her. She wants. <laughs> you dare misgender me. <laughs> I think we've upset her enough for one day, boys. Willem looks over to Aaron uh, to see if Aaron seems like he has even the semblance of, of a plan or if he just looks terrified out of his mind. Yeah, if you remember, like he, he's been frightened for for the last uh, three <laughs> rounds. Uh, so he's looking at you petrified. And I think it would be apt to say... He is looking ashen at this Yay! moment. Yay! And the curtain comes down. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's he's looking at you very much like you said to me back in that shop. <laughs> if you could ever repay the favor, well, now's the time. Um, just sort of looks through Sidisarex, not even really. Too too lost in thought to even recognize her standing there anymore, and there's just this this slight thud of his rapier falling to the floor. Now the mirror. Lupin takes the mirror, which is on a chain around his neck, and uh, just drops it on the floor next to him tucks his gun back into his jacket release the key no one has it <laughs> I think Aaron's got it I Aaron's think Aaron's got it. got it yeah I'm holding it close to myself yeah. he's looking around at all of you I, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing here let the key go Aaron okay, okay. And he drops the key. You have one chance to retreat. Those items stay where they are. If you as much look at them, I will kill him. Leave and never return. And smoke starts billowing out of her nostrils again. But she releases Aaron. Wilhelm, you are up. I would like to hold my turn. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much responsibility for me. Wilhelm Listen, I'm just the guard. looks around, his rapier at his feet, holds his turn. Lupin? Lupin will look around at the others and uh, sort of somewhat sensing Wilhelm's reluctance will um, keeping a very very close eye on on Sidisarex will uh, step forwards help Aaron to his feet and will just sort of place a place a hand on, on Wilhelm's elbow and just sort of gently pull at him to lead him away and you've got to remember right you are in this jungle this dense vegetation with an enormous dragon and you are all right 
next to her. You must be able to smell her almost close enough to touch. So Lupin, in terms of the action economy, I'm going to say that's one action. Yep. Do you want to sort of partly delay your other two, something like that? Um, I mean, I mean, the actions at this point will just be Lupin walking away. So okay. it's obviously it's it's greater difficult terrain, so he's not going to get tremendously yeah, yeah. far, okay. but yeah, it is. He'll be. He will start moving away. The, yeah. Wilhelm, do you want to take your turn? Oh no, I'm going to wait until after Malachi. Malachi, you are up. Seeing Lupin trudging through through the palm trees and the, the roughage with his guitar still in the air. Um, well, we're doing this then. And he rather hastily takes two actions to cut Lupin off at the pass. Okay, so you start heading back down the sandy path. Yeah. Away from Sidisarax. Wilhelm, do you want to take your turn now? I mean, I kind of have to. It's the end of initiative. I uh, know you could still delay till after Aaron. Yeah, okay. Willem's kind of frozen right now. He's going to wait. It's round eight. It's Aaron's turn. <laughs> I, f- I, f- I feel like I need to lie down. <laughs> <laughs> is that Aaron or Matty? Both. My, my heart is like... <sighs> God. Right, okay. Um... I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, because if we retreat and we leave the weapons, then how how the fuck are we supposed to come back and get the key? We can't, We need the key to get the Harrow card, and we how are we going to do that if we don't have our weapons, because we've just left everything here? Like, you've left your mirror, you've left the rapier. Like, can I go to the toilet <laughs> for one minute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was decided. I think Aaron. I, th- I think Aaron has, hasn't he? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he already has. Yeah. yeah. His, his, he wore the brown pants. So, Aaron, having been released from the dragon's grip, practically sprints to the north towards Malachi, and that's the end of my turn. And I will take another little bout of healing. So Aaron uses all of his actions to run away from Sidisarax, stands next to Malachi at the dirt path. <sighs> Wilhelm, do you want to take your turn now? Yeah. Um, Wilhelm has been, since he dropped it, kind of absentmindedly staring at his rapier. And um, he's just seeing it lying on that, on that red velvet cushion and takes a look up at Sidisarax and just now realizes that he's standing there on his own. And he, he takes a quick look around, sort of like he wasn't there for a moment. And, and he, tr- he begins taking a step back, but he hesitates. And that's his turn. Wilhelm ends his turn directly adjacent to Sidisarax in the dense jungle foliage of the Mwangi expanse. Sidisarax curls her long neck round, writhes down, and becomes eye to eye with you, Wilhelm. (laughs) (laughs) And says, I knew you were a coward. 
turns her back on you in disgust and walks back to the beach area where she flares her wings out and stares out looking over the lake. Lupin. Lupin is obviously going to have sort of sensed the and, and heard the movement from Sidisarax. Um Would he have heard what she said to Wilhelm? Or? It's only about sort of 10, 15 feet away. Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. definitely. So, yeah, as uh, sort of having heard that, Lupin will, will have stopped and will be uh, sort of, it will turn around to, to sort of face Wilhelm and is giving him a little bit of a, uh, a li- little bit of a sort of fatherly glare as in don't even fucking think about it. <laughs> so yeah, Lupin will, I suppose, mechanically be holding his turn, but is okay. uh, is effectively just turned around and sort of beckoning to to Wilhelm to to come along. It's so much tension, <laughs> Malachi. Aaron, do you have a potion? I have an elixir of life. Okay. What would Malachi do? Oh, I can't think this quick. Yeah, I, I would probably sort of be, or Malachi would be sort of <laughs> waiting with bated breath as to what Wilhelm's going to do as well. He's got the popcorn out. <laughs> I, I, will, <laughs> I think I will also hold. Aaron, you're stood directly next to Malachi and you are up next. Aaron sees Wilhelm's hesitated and hasn't moved from where he was because he was previously right next to Wilhelm. Where is Wilhelm facing? Is he watching Sidisarax like walk away? Yeah, he's he kind of back turned to, to all of you. To us, yeah. And the dragon has her back turned to you. It's almost like dismissal in her tone. This kind of arrogance doesn't even turn her back to look at you. Aaron calls out to him like urgently and his voice is shaking Wilhelm please please I need you please come with us does he turn question to Craig I'm listening is the rapier still on the ground yes (laughs) how angry would you guys be if this does not work I mean I already asked that question (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the bush, man. It is my turn. Just I'll remind you. Yes, yeah. it is everyone's turn. Yeah. I, I will say, I and again, not to get too deep into, oh, my character would never. I don't see a scenario where Lupin is going to get himself killed here. Yeah, I don't mean attacking Sidisrex. I mean taking the rapier and and, and sneaking it, sneaking mm. it under. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Attack the dragon! Attack the dragon! <laughs> Craig is the devil on my shoulder. Think about this from a common sense point of view. Craig wants you to do it. Is it a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> I've only got cantrips left. Just by the just. Just so you know. That would have been a useful thing to know when we were deciding whether we were going to stay right. or fucking go. <laughs> You're literally oh, the only source of healing we have. That's a good spell. Oh, no, I've got, I've got, I've got a first, I've got a first level and a second level. All right, okay. Aaron calls out to Wilhelm. Does he 
react or turn, or is he just still focused on the rapier? Because that's going to be indicative of what he's going to do on his turn, which is next. You would maybe... I mean, you would see that he heard what you said, so maybe a slight tilt of the head or something, but he doesn't turn around. He's in thought. (laughs) Okay. For Aaron's turn, using one action to expand the reach of his spell and the other two actions... He casts Collective Transposition (laughs) and tries to teleport Wilhelm 60 feet away from his position to the north so that he is stood next to Aeron. Now, if a creature is willing, then they can obviously just be teleported. But if he actively resists, he has to roll a will save. Wilhelm, Aeron targets you with Collective Transposition. He can teleport you away. Do you want to roll the will save? Yes. PvP! PvP! It's a DC 30 will save, Wilhelm. Oh, That's a 25. Do you want That's... to hero point it? No. <laughs> That's a so fail. That is a fail. So I cast it on two targets myself and Wilhelm and we are teleported uh, off the map to the north like the edge, both of us next to each other. 60 feet away? Yeah. 60 feet from your position? From my position to the north. Okay. So I'll just go to the map's edge there and Wilhelm appears next to me. He sort of tumbles for a second. I mean, he he just appeared somewhere else and uh, and falls to the ground. Aaron puts his arms on his shoulders. Wilhelm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry this has happened. But please, you made a promise to me that you would defend my life and you've more than done that. More. More than I could ever hope to repay you. I can't see you die. Not for a sword. There will be another opportunity, he whispers this. We're obviously far away from the, dr- the dragon. So he whispers and he says... I promise, I swear to you, there will be another opportunity. We will not let your sword be stolen by that beast. We will get it back. We will get the key, I promise. And there are tears like forming in his eyes. I promise, Wilhelm, please. Wilhelm, your turn. Wilhelm just appeared somewhere else and has Wilhelm say all these things to him and he's sort of fallen down and and sitting on the ground right now. And uh, he looks at Aaron and extends his hand sort of like a come on help me up if Aaron does I mean yes he does he gets up and sort of I mean is Aaron still he's hurt right he's yeah okay he uh, sort of puts his arm around Aaron's shoulder and tries to sort of boost him a bit up and hurriedly goes with him and while doing that takes out his last his last potion and hands it over to him. Aaron takes it and looks over his shoulder at Lupin and Malachi and says, Come on, quickly! As Malachi was eating his popcorn, sees uh, Aaron puff <laughs> out of existence to uh, sort of 30 feet away from him towards the north, turns around to his voice and still looking at the dragon, kind of backs away towards Aaron. 
with whispers to Aaron. Good going, mate. Good going. That by my turn. Sidisarax, standing on the beach, overlooking a lake that must be incredibly familiar to her. God knows how many years she's lived here. Turns her neck to look behind her. Mist and smoke coming from her mouth and nostrils begins marching back into the jungle right towards Lupin who is the only PC still there and with her talons she picks up the rapier she picks up the key she bows her head down towards where Lupin's mirror is just ten feet away from him and almost goes to bite it looks up at you Lupin and says a worthless trinket for a worthless human takes the rapier and the key and shoots up 80 feet into the air so she leaves the mirror she leaves the mirror okay Lupin, you are now still in the jungle. Sidisarax, 80 feet above you. She looked down at the mirror, deemed it worthless, and has left with the rapier and the key. Lupin had sort of stopped as he heard Sidisarax approach, and he he sort of turned. I, I don't think there was necessarily any fear there. I think Lupin had already accepted that if she was going to kill him, there wasn't really an awful lot he could have done about it. So he was he was relatively, mm. I suppose, sanguine about it and uh, sort of stared at her as, as she said her piece. And then as she flies away, just sort of watches her go. And uh, I think after a second or so, notices that obviously she's not taken the mirror. So he has another look at her just to make sure that she's not sort of you know, watching or preparing for an attack or anything. Then he just sighs, reaches down, picks up the mirror, briefly sort of examines it to make sure it's not damaged. And then he uh, he just slowly sort of continues walking in the direction of, um, of the others. Lupin makes his way out of the trees. You are out of combat. You look up above you, Sidisarax continues to patrol the skies, but your encounter is now over. Everyone needs a shower. <laughs> mm. If you do have an opinion on the PC's approach to this strategy, please let us know on the Discord. Let's, uh, find that does, does that include us? Or? No, <laughs> yeah. your opinions are completely irrelevant. Yeah, do, we, do we have the right to respond? I'd love to hear what people think about the guy's response and also the way that we handled that particular encounter. But there you are, gentlemen. No key and a rapier. Very important rapier. Gone. But you do have your lives. Well, well, what were you thinking? Were you really going to pick it up? I mean, we could have been, like, dead dead. I think as um, 
as Wilhelm is sort of is making his way back, he's, he's realised he's just about sort of it within earshot and can hear Malachi sort of starting to strike up and uh, he sort of walks up and takes a deep breath and sort of broadens his shoulders. <coughs> right, gentlemen, come on. We've got a long walk back to uh, long walk back to the temple. I dare say we could do with uh, some refreshment. <laughs> come on, let's get moving. No point, uh, no point crying over spilled milk. And uh, effectively, sort of breezes past the group and sort of tries to sort of sweep them up in his own in his own motion. Aaron, Aaron is trudging behind Lupin, who moves ahead of the pack. And he's still being supported by Wilhelm, but I, I get the feeling that it's kind of like a mutual support as we're walking along. That although that Aaron's in worse physical shape, I'm guessing Wilhelm is just moving along in silence and just kind of feels like a very heavy presence right next to him, and he's just focused on getting back to the temple and. and does can't muster words. What is Wilhelm doing and thinking, Camone? I have to say, in 17 episodes, I've never seen you look as glum as you do on the way <laughs> Can just said. <laughs> I have taken a screenshot of it and we might share that. <laughs> on the, it's the now Discord. making a little shrine. I will be wanking over that later. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, that is not getting cut. Keep that in your spacious pouch. <laughs> Sorry, come on. Let's go through. What's what is Wilhelm doing now? Lupin trudges off, and Aaron kind of follows with you next to him. He's not said a thing since he dropped that rapier, and he's very much only present with his with his body. He's only he's just walking and nothing more. Okay, silent. Yeah. Dare I ask, Malachi, what's... Uh... Malachi found it quite cool that we were fighting this dragon, but is kind of murmuring as he's going, as he's going up sort of behind everybody else. It's still quite, you know, it's, qu- it's quite beaten up, uh, took quite a few hits. Its vocal cords are still a little bit uh, sore from uh, all of the spells that he'd, he'd kicked out, all the soothes. So it's quite sort of, belligerent really mm. that's word you trudge back up the mountain Mount Qualdar takes you about two and a half to three hours this time probably not quite the pace you travelled down at and it is indeed uphill significantly more strenuous on our heroes as they do eventually late in the day the sun going down over the Mwangi expanse arrive back at the shrine of Balamdar. I would imagine sort of trying to uh, trying to sort of lead the way a little bit. Uh, Lupin will probably be first there. And uh, we'll step into the shrine and uh, we'll seek, uh, seek out Blenkenu. Ah, you have returned. Do you have the key? I'm afraid not. Uh, Blinkenu is. Uh, we we met the Disarex and uh, it uh, it did not go as well as we hoped. As as you as you quite rightly said, she was uh, uninterested in 
any form of negotiation, despite our best efforts. And uh, I'm afraid violence broke out, and we were somewhat fortunate to escape with our lives, if not all of our possessions. Ah, but was she massive and majestic? She was most certainly both of those things. She was certainly massive, she was certainly majestic, and she was very certainly ill-tempered. Balamdar has smiled on you, I think. The fact you are standing here and she did not eat you bodes well. But alas, I do not have a key that is both massive and mighty to finish my prayer. You may rest here for the evening if you wish. I have baked some fresh cookies. They are also mighty and majestic. <laughs> they come out and they're the size of fucking wheels. Help yourself. <laughs> Malachi comes in at that point. Point goes, cookies? <laughs> Show it's, me the door. But are they whole grain? Uh, no filthy whole grain. Jumbo oats. <laughs> Jumbo oats. <laughs> God. At least you did not get eaten. Lupin is obviously watching Malachi devouring a cookie the size of his head. Don't play the people's characters. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel safe making he's that not guess. Wrong. He's not yeah. wrong. He's not yeah. wrong. He's not wrong. Okay, thanks, Chris. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, uh, assuming that uh, Wilhelm and, and Aaron were a little bit behind the pack, we'll... Uh, speak to Blankenu and say, thank you very much for the offer. I believe we will be getting ourselves back home, but if I may offer some advice, I would perhaps say that our companion Wilhelm is not looking for the positives right now. When facing a massive beast and failing to overcome it, one feels a great sense of loss or shame. Yes, that's exactly the sort of thing we don't really want him to be hearing right now, but uh, thank you very much. <laughs> I will mention it specifically understood to Wilhelm. <laughs> Wilhelm, where is your rapier? Blankenu's <laughs> a dick. <laughs> he didn't know that he lost his rapier. He's in with the dragon. That's the only, only possible outcome. It's a hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Lupin, may I borrow yeah. your sock cane for a second? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Can we return to Haruhart? I think that it's best that we get home and rest and reflect on what's happened. And he's clearly side-eyeing <laughs> Wilhelm as he says that and reaches into his uh, pocket and pulls out the empty throne and is looking around to see if everyone is in agreement with that. Yeah, yes, I think uh, I think it's a, a good idea indeed. Malachi breaks a bit of the cookie off and goes, Yup, I think we're... Let's go home. Malachi, take those cookies out of your pockets. <laughs> they are too <laughs> no. big and massive. <laughs> he's just, he's got, it looks like he's got the old MC Hammer pants on because they're just yeah. in his pockets. What's the new name for bag of holding? Put them in your spacious pouch. <laughs> oh no. Just, it sounds awful. Alright, so Aaron 
manifests the portal back to Harrow Heart. Do you all step through? Yes. 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 And you find yourselves back outside the still misty portal of Harrow Heart. It must be late in the day. It well. is very late in the day. Yeah, it's nine, ten o'clock at night, maybe later. Is anyone around, Craig? Uh, no, Malachi. Piers, there's no one around at the moment. The room is positively empty. There's no dinner that's been served. Things look kind of similar to how you left them, which would have only been, let's be honest, earlier in the day. I think that we should get rest. Let's not try and open it up tonight. Let's talk about this in the morning. It's been a long day for all of us. Uh, let's get some rest. Let's decompress and let's uh, pick this up in the morning, as you say. Wilhelm, will you help me to my room? And Aaron is clearly still hobbling from the the injuries that he's taken. He, he did go down, I think, during that fight, but he didn't have the wounded condition because he bounces right, back yeah, pretty well. Yeah. But he's... And then they've had to trek all the way back there, so he's feeling pretty beat up. And he's still obviously close to Wilhelm, and he says, will you... Will you just support me to my room, please? Wilhelm nods and uh, takes him to his room. Wilhelm and Aaron make their way back to their chambers. Uh, Lupin, uh, hang on a minute. Do you think we should maybe uh, knock our heads together and get a good plan going? Um, I think it's important that we do this next time, that we have some sort of plan, because I have a feeling that didn't go too well, and I think I was probably a bit to blame with it. I think we can probably all... We can probably all look at that in, with the benefit of hindsight and, uh, and look at what things we could have perhaps done or not have done. It's, it's not fair to, to apportion blame, and especially not this soon. Everyone is uh, hurting, both uh, figuratively and uh, in many cases, and he looks at some of the sort of electrical burns on Malachi's body, <laughs> in some cases, literally. I think uh, you're quite right Is is if we... I, I say if, I think when we return to... Visits to Deserax. I, th- I think we will uh, we will benefit from a a more concrete plan of action. I will certainly be be coming forward to to seek all of all of our collective advice. I, I think uh, we, we will need to be at our very very best to defeat such a such a creature. For now, I think uh, the very best thing we can do for ourselves and for everyone else is to uh, get back to our rooms and do our best to recover and. Uh, figure out where we where we start tomorrow thank you malachi thank you for your help today i'm aware that we we like to to poke fun and i i'm aware that you know, is, is you are often the butt of our our collective jokes but uh and he sort of gently lays a hand on malachi's possibly still smoking jacket <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh just as uh hey, we we probably don't say enough uh thank you for the good you do is your services and in particular your healing is invaluable thank you i'm no stranger to one in a way uh but it felt a bit kind of wrong to do it just then because wilhelm's toward that but thanks thanks very much for sort of having having me along for a ride really um you seem uh you seem very learned and i i look up to you in a way it, you you seem to be have it have your stuff together but yeah i think we'll come back better whether it's tomorrow, whether it's the next day, I think we'll be, we'll be just fine. I, I, I just hope Aaron's all right. He seemed very shaken and well, Wilhelm, well, 
you, you like your trinkets, don't you? And, but Vilhelm seemed distraught at the fact that he had his this sword taken away from him. Indeed, I, I think I, I think Aaron is perhaps tougher than than even he realizes. Wilhelm is Wilhelm is a, is a closed book in many ways, uh, but I think the pages were well and truly on display for all to see. Uh, he will he will take time to recover from this, but I am confident that uh, that he will recover. We, we've come a long way in a short space of time. I dare say, it's today we uh, we made sure that that uh, that journey's got a little way to go yet. And he uh, he starts towards the uh, stairs. And then in Malachi's head, he's thinking, and the whole of Galarian will know this because he will write the songs that will make him great and starts trudging behind Lupin. As the two get to the top of the stairs, um, Lupin sort of turns and, and beckons Malachi past to his room and just says, uh, you, you go on, I, I'm just going to, uh, just going to get, some, get some air, very briefly. And... Um, Sort of waits for. Have Aaron and Wilhelm sort of gone into their respective rooms? So Wilhelm was helping Aaron up the stairs uh, to his room, and this is probably the first time that Wilhelm has been inside uh, Aaron's room. So he sees the black obsidian walls, the simple bedroll, and the bowls filled with different muds and poultices and bandages, and this very kind of strange and simple um, room. And Wilhelm helps Aaron to lay down and remove his button shirt. And they're there in silence as Aaron starts to apply these poultices to his exposed skin. His once glowing tattoo is now faded and he's rubbing it onto the burns and wrapping bandages around himself. And he sees Wilhelm stood there just not even really looking at him, just in silence. And he finally says... You know, when I came in, first entered this room, I had no idea what would be here. I wasn't expecting to see a place I recognized. I think, like you, I'm from somewhere far away. I lived in a very remote place. It was these four walls that was all I really knew for most of my life. And it doesn't take a well-traveled person to see someone who has experienced loss. And Wilhelm, when I look in your face, I know what I see in your eyes. I see loss. This room, the real one, doesn't exist anymore. It crumbled in flames. I lost everyone I knew. And as I pulled my burning body out from beneath that rubble, I somehow felt, why was I still there? And it took me a long time, and I think every day I'm still grappling with that question, why I'm here. Even more now, why have these cards chosen me, chosen us and bound us together, but regardless of whys, we are here together. You pledged yourself to me, and I don't deserve it. But I'm glad that you're here with me, and I'm sorry for whatever loss you have experienced and whatever pain is brought by losing your sword. But what I said earlier, I promise we will get it back. 
I'll do whatever it takes. I pledge that to you. And he takes Wilhelm's hand. Because you are not a coward. You're the bravest man I have ever met. And you're my friend. Um, seeing Aaron exposing himself, literally and figuratively, for the first time, really, like this, he looks him in the eye and he says, I, I think we have more in common than you might realize. I think you don't see the worth in yourself. You, you, you remind me of, of someone I once knew. Someone who, who, who didn't realize what value their life had. Someone who lost, who lost their life still believing that. And I hope you might, you might come to realize that. For you, it's not too late. And he opens up the buttons of his, of his garb, revealing his uh, gray and sort of like <laughs> ashen, uh, ash, <laughs> ash gray <laughs> skin, uh, saying, I... I, I think mine come from a come from a different experience, but uh, know that you are not alone. Good night. As he leaves to his room. Oh, boys! Come on! A round of applause, please, from the audience. <laughs> that is the RPG bit of the game we play all of you take a hero point good stuff so you retire to your rooms after some wonderful role play you wake up it's a new day you are safe and probably the most important thing of all you are alive as you head down for breakfast milton is there serving it it's all pre-arranged and pre-ordained there's no need for any conversation about the breakfast. You sit down, you eat the breakfast. But that is where our story continues. New day. Breakfast is served. Wilhelm, you're still looking a little bit ropey. Huh? Um, yeah, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. But, uh... Aaron takes out the healing potion that he didn't drink that Wilhelm handed him on the walk yesterday and presents it and says, uh, Wilhelm, I think you should drink this. Thank you. I'm, I just need a couple more hours to recover, but uh, do, do, you have, do you have a potion of your own still? Yes, yes, I do. Please. Then I'll take this for safekeeping. And he tucks it into his clothes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wherever he stores his, his leather thong. His spacious <laughs> pouch. <laughs> he puts it into his spacious pouch his mighty leather thong <laughs> my uh, it is majestic <laughs> <laughs> ah, good to see you Blake Kenno join us for breakfast okay so you arrive down for breakfast you've spent a couple of hours healing it's a new day potions exchanged bag of hair who's got the bag of hair we've not had to ask that for a while <laughs> uh, Aaron will give the bag of hair to um, Wilhelm of course Milton's face drops. <laughs> oh, sorry. Back ahead to Wilhelm. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. Is anyone feeling good, though? Not amazing. 
Well, the only uh, the only small commiseration is that she didn't take my staff. Or Makita. I, I'd be happy. <laughs> 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 yes! I know it's not much, but I would be happy to... I'd be happy to sell my staff if it could raise some coin and help us get some provisions so that we can get our supplies back from Zedisarex. <laughs> I prepared a talisman yesterday that I never got round to handing out. It was a re- retrieval prism. It's a common talisman. Uh, as part of the process of affixing ta- this talisman, you attune it to a single item of one bulk or less. When you activate this talisman, the item immediately teleports into your hand. Why would you tell me that? Why? <laughs> Why? Why have you just now remembered? Why would I'm, I'm you tell me I'm that doing my now? Da- I'm doing my daily crafting. Oh, you could have crafted it. I, I no, is it was in my items. Uh, I in fact no, I, I don't think it was in my items yesterday. <laughs> no, I don't think I, it was. I think I, yes, yeah, you gave him the you gave Malachi the angel statue. Ah, uh, yes, that was it. Yeah, the angel statue. The yeah. So it was. Yeah. yeah, it was okay. So slight correction. It was literally in my items lined up to be created today. So are you going to attune it to Wilhelm's rapier? Well, actually, it'd be a good idea because he keeps losing them, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Kimo, not seeing the funny side of this at all. Kimo, I've got to ask, have you removed it from your inventory? I sent a screenshot into the WhatsApp. Yes, you did. Yeah, I just wanted you to say it. (laughs) 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 Fuck. Such a sadist. Of my Such a knock. Of my inventory. Saying rapiers, zero. All right, well, now we've established what we don't have and can use, can we establish what the plan is, please? Oh, everyone drink, Gabe, thank you. (laughs) What is the exact plan? What is the exact plan? (laughs) I don't know why you're bothering asking, because let's be honest, when you get down to the waterfront, it will all go down the toilet. Well, assuming we go back to the dragon today. Go back. No, I think we should go through every portal simultaneously. No, every, yeah, every person goes through a different Everyone portal. Everyone take yeah. one. <laughs> this will teach Craig to be a twat. <laughs> I was so worried about that. I was so worried. You go, right, we all go through one inch. Aaron <laughs> will say, the, the spell and the magic that I've been practicing, my teleportation, I've been getting a lot better at it. And especially with the week of training that I, I spent solidly on it. I feel that I could do this over a great distance, maybe even a mile or so. And because I've been inside Sedisarax's cave, it would be easy for me to get there again. So another option is that we may not need to face her at all, but I could stow in to the cave, take the key, find Wilhelm's sword, and maybe grab anything else that I can see there and... Well, if she shows up, I can teleport away. It's admirable as it is that we're so willing to to get back on the horse as quickly as we as we are. Perhaps we need to consider that, uh, that the issues we faced the first time round were due to uh, undue haste and maybe not enough care. First things first, we, Wilhelm, uh, I'm sure you will excuse me for for saying this. There is no no offence intended, and I'm not suggesting that. Your blade was easily replaced, but you will require a weapon of some description. I doubt Sidis Rex is going to be pleased to see us. We should probably 
at least be armed for the possibility of an encounter. So first things first, let's make sure we have the tools to do the job. Sire, Milton steps forward. I couldn't help overhearing that Wilhelm appears to have lost his weapon. That much is true, yes, Milton. Although we don't have an armory of sorts, Roldo does have a collection of regular weapons, if you need one, short term, should we say. There is no magical value to them, but it would serve you in a pinch, if you like. So Milton lets you know that Gualdo does have a collection of standard-grade, standard weapons. They are not magical, but if you need one in a pinch, they are there. Well, um, I, I think you should take one at least, just just for the meantime, to tide you over. I don't think we've got enough money to make it anything more than that. I don't think that they're going to cut it if we are to fight against the Disarex. I'm going to be honest here. Then... Uh, again, you'll forgive me for, for the bluntness of my statement. Perhaps we uh, we, may, we may be minded to investigate some of the other portals in the short term with the aim of returning in the, in the medium term to reclaim our lost items. No, I don't forgive you. I roll to attack. Um. <laughs> with your fist, sire. Your scabbard. Yes, with, what, with what weapon exactly? <laughs> With my horn. Uh, <laughs> um, takes out his uh, his rabbit prince card and says, how about we take a day or two and uh, I might have a look what this guy has to offer. Hi everyone, I'm just going to jump in here quickly and give maybe a slightly more condensed overview of the rabbit prince's epitome. This is one of those cards, much like the carnival, where the team will have to travel to one of the hexes within the Harrow Court and epitomise the card. Once they do that, they can spend eight hours stealthily scouting the woods and attempting a DC 30 stealth check. If they crit success, they will immediately be given a plus two striking weapon, but of course that makes it a DC 40. A regular success would mean that they get a plus four to the next time they do this, but would have to wait a week. If they fail, they don't spot the rabbit prince. And if they crit fail, they become clumsy three for a week or until the condition is removed. So that's what was discussed. That's the rabbit prince card. Back to the episode. Well, it seems like that's the uh, most logical way to get you a decent magical weapon could support us if we were facing Sedisarax again. I, I, I'd be glad to come with you. Are we going to the forest lands? Yeah. Uh, let's go so. to forest lands. Our party has been beaten, but they are not defeated. So Wilhelm draws the rabbit prince and decides he wants to go and epitomize it within the Harrow Court. You have feasted on a delicious breakfast. Of? Wilhelm's tears (laughs) Mm, Salty If we have a look at the wonderful exploration map of the Harrow Court The forest area uh, is depicted on the western side of the map These squares that look like they have, well, a forest in them (laughs) (laughs) Well said You can epitomize the Rabbit Prince in one of three of these hexes. 
you can do it to the northwest, you can do it to the west here, or to the southwest. Each of those hexes are about three to four away, and remember, each hex is about 12 miles. Okay. We've got a trek. Let's go with the south southwest one, just because it's in the same direction as the carnival. <laughs> sure. Good. Okay. So everyone happy with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So... Wasn't expecting you to be uh, traveling throughout the Harrow Court today, but that's fine. I do have a handy little chart. Watch the max speed within the party. I think it's 25. Uh, sorry, the lowest speed. I think it's 25 feet. Yeah, I think so. Me. Yeah. Yeah. so through the first two hexes to get there, you can travel around 20 miles a day. So it's going to take you two days to get there. I'm not going to be bothering with subsistence rules and stuff, especially in these climbs. Although, when you cross through from, say, the farmlands near the castle, you have to go through some swampy areas, and that definitely takes a little bit longer to get through. I'm going to say it takes you a full three days to make it to that area to epitomize. Does that sound okay? Yeah. What is it like as we're walking through all of this? Does it just feel real? Yeah, good question. Unlike a exploration map where there are very clear dividing lines between the tiles and their different kind of habitats, as you descend, although the map might appear barren, the Harrow Court is very much not barren. There are people around performing their day-to-day tasks. There are animals pulling carts with people on them. Think of Gandalf on his cart, setting off his whiz-bangers. There's cattle grazing in fields. There are little hovels and huts. There were children running in the streets. In the swampy area, it's a little bit more barren, but there were kind of houses built on mud stilts. And you can clearly see there that the way people eat is through fishing. And are these people that we're seeing, um, you know, because uh, we're spending days like walking through, so we're probably going to be stopping and like eating mm-hmm. at places and... You know, are they kind of like Milton, where they're there's something a bit off about them? Like they're very good kind of facsimiles of people, but they are. That's a know, very not- astute observation. Yes, they are very similar to Milton. Although, whereas Milton's role as best way of saying it, butler, is being served and performed, these people have their own roles that they are performing. And to them, everything seems normal. They're greeting you. You can interact with them. Even if you touch them, they feel real. Are we in the Matrix? Are they just like in an endless cycle almost? Doing the same thing? I guess, Chris, that is a question you would have to ask once you had studied them. So three days then to get to the forest. You take the three days. It's probably quite a nice experience for you all after this heavy and shocking defense feet is that fair to say i think you know it is <laughs> he just wants us to say it i just want you to say it because yeah it was a heavy defeat craig you eventually find yourselves in the forest area of the harrow court i very much think of it like minecraft i'm sure we've all played minecraft in one way or another this is the forest biome that you are now in 
once you arrive there, Wilhelm, this rabbit prince card, this card that you awakened with all of those days and weeks ago, begins to thrum in your pocket. Wilhelm takes it out and tries to, I don't know, form a connection to it. Wilhelm, as you hold the card in your hand and you look beyond a distant tree, you see, or you believe you see, jumping out of your view, a rabbit prince. You have now epitomized the rabbit prince card. You can now spend eight hours stealthily scouting the woods after which you attempt a DC-30 stealth check. What do you do? I'm, I'm going to look for the rabbit, for the rabbit prince. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa, way to sell it. Fuck me. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you sound like a real neckbeard there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Bear okay. turns around to the group and says, did, did all of you just feel that that switch in, in there's a shift in the air? Yes, yes, I I, I felt the uh, felt the change myself. It's, uh, with that said, if uh, I'm afraid if stealth is your th- is is what we're looking for here, <clears throat> I, I will have to sit this one out. I will allow you to aid on this check. I said I would help you, and I meant it. Aaron is trained in stealth, so I can attempt an aid check. Okay. I've got a couple of things that I could do. I, I am I am trained, many plus 18, in stealth, but I would try and give you guidance as well, which would give you a plus one, but I'd have to be with you. That means I would have to aid. And uh, what would be the DC for that? Is it DC 30, is it? Yeah, so an A check would be a DC 30. Reminder, a pass, you get a plus one. Crit pass, you get a plus two, unless you're a master and you would get a plus three. I could potentially give you a plus two, that roll. But then, could you cast your invisibility and gain extra sort of stealth? I have about two hours of invisibility in me. Um, that's not enough. No. I do think that is the only thing, only buff I can give you. Just while we're looking at the Rabbit Prince, Kimone. Yeah. It has got that reaction that I don't think you've used it yet, right? No, I have not. Okay. Is that because you forgot or just chose not to? It's because, I mean, if Wilhelm acts like this when his rapier is temporarily gone, I don't want to know what happens when it's broken. <laughs> yeah, the fa- I, I looked at that one. The failure is really punishing on that. Yeah, fi- yeah, DC 15 is pretty high. Yeah. Okay, um, Wilhelm is going to turn around to the others and uh, he's going to say, right, I, I, think, I think this is as far as, uh, as you can take me. I think from here on I, I'll have to look for myself. I think I can help you a little bit with this. I would normally inspire courage, but that's not going to help here take my help I'll I'll be just behind you pushing you forward and uh, you can take some guidance from me as well on your path if you promise to not fuck it up then yes thank you Malachi (laughs) Malachi is going to use guidance and then uh, Malachi am I right you're going to help 
Wilhelm on the searching and use the aid action. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Lupin, I think we've established that you're not any use here. Uh, yes, I'm. Uh, Wilhelm, I, I assure you, I would uh, I would aid you if at all if at all possible. But I'm afraid uh, these old bones aren't built for for stealth anymore. I would I would hate to uh, make your task more difficult. <laughs> Is he gonna? Make a little fire and smoke a pipe or something. Yeah, he he's basically just gonna gonna park himself on on like a tree stump or something and just pull out uh, some ancient text and just start sort of scrolling through. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can just hear the voice of Erikanesh. And Aaron, what are you gonna do? I'll travel a, a little bit to the east, just still within eyeshot of you, and I'll just—it's the second pair of eyes. I'll keep an eye out for the prince, and if I see him, I'll let you know. Thank you, Aaron. So before Wilhelm makes his roll, Malachi, go ahead and roll your aid check. Come on. DC 30. I will hero point that. That is a 24. Fail. Here comes the natural one. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. One better. <laughs> 25. 25 is a fail, so there is no aid given. Aaron, go ahead and roll your aid check. DC 30. Aaron is trudging through the forest, still keeping within eyeshot of Wilhelm. Um, he's trying to harken back to when he's been drained in some of this stealth mechanics before and how to remain undetected. He's not the best, though, so let's see. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, that's a natural 18. That is a total of 35. 35. So that is a success. So he doesn't see the prince, but he does spot some tracks or something as he's, like, moving along, and he runs over and says, oh, this way, this way, this way. <laughs> nice. Malachi's behind uh, Wilhelm, sort of, keeping his back you know sort of back to back almost doesn't really help him too much but uh, as <laughs> i can see some tracks as, <laughs> um wilhelm sort of stops in his tracks and malachi sort of bumps back into him and touches wilhelm back to back and just goes i'm sure you'll find the way and gives him guidance for a plus one so malachi fails his aid check but can still provide guidance plus one Matty has successfully aided for a plus one. Wilhelm, that'll give you a plus two to your DC 30 stealth check to find the rabbit prince. You can go ahead and make that roll next week as the curtain comes down. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. <laughs> You've been listening to Describe Your Kill, The Death of Destiny. Find out more at describeyourkill.com. Thank you to Paizo, Michael Gelfi, Creator Cord, Sirenscape, Kevin McLeod, Foundry and Sigil Services. Get all the links on our website. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.